This Raver Replay podcast is being delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. 103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville now presents Southeastern Indiana's top local sports show, Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Now, here's the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. And good evening, guest hosting for the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. I'm Bryce Kendrick with another edition of Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI. We'd like to thank a few of our sponsors, Cecil Eisen and the staff here at Eisen's Family Pizza, Garings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, along with George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. We have another set of four area varsity basketball coaches joining me tonight. Up later, Brian Helvey of the Batesville Girls, Gary Mormon of the Oldenburg Boys, and Kevin Moore of the East Central Girls. But up first, we're pleased to have back uh, the head of the Lady Twister program at OA. In his second year, he is Eric Feller. Good evening, Coach, and thanks again for being here. Good evening, Bryce. Thanks for having me. It is an absolute pleasure. Uh, your girls right now are 7-10, and 10, which is a far cry from the 1-7 and seven start that you had. You're 6-3 and three over your last nine games, and really what I'd like to focus on, Coach, 3-1 and one in the month of January. So nice to see those tick marks appear on the left side of the one-lost ledger. Uh, you say we're three and one, and you can guess which one I really, <laughs> really want to, uh, really want to focus on. It's South Dearborn from last Thursday. Well, you we'll know? do that. But uh, but yeah, we've been playing well. Six uh, six of nine. Um, hoping we would have been seven and nine. But and I was kind of thinking about that. Uh, well, do you want to go and talk about that now? It seems to be well, on your mind. Well, yeah, because. Okay. Uh, just to kind of give you some context, we did start out one and seven, and at the beginning of the year, you know, I, I was a, I was just very, I would, I'd be, I'll be honest with you, I was kind of uh, panicking a little, a little bit because I thought we would be a little bit come out stronger than what uh-huh. we did after our. Um, when I look back, our low point I think was after the Southwestern weekend. I was just, I was just really down in the dumps after that weekend. Um, kind of worried a little bit, but we figured things out. We stuck with it, and and. Uh, as coaches, as a coaching staff, I think yeah. we finally figured these girls out. Yeah. And in terms of the right things to do, and and you could start to see things turning around right before Thanksgiving, when we uh, almost beat at Morristown at Morristown uh-huh. without without our full roster, and then we we the Edinburgh game. <sighs> Nine point lead of five minutes left, and you lose that. Yeah, that and was we, tough. It was a really tough game, and then we we played really well, especially defensively at at North Decatur, and only given up thirty four points to them, which at that time was one of their I think their season low, and and then we kind of did, that's when we started our six of nine here, and you can just sense the confidence, girls learning how to finish games, and and that's what made the kind of the South Dearborn game a little disappointing. I, I was I was very uh, very disappointed in the end because we lost by five and we were five of fifteen from the free throw line. Just mm. something we've harped on all year. Right. We've really improved, but five of fifteen from the free throw line, and really it was you know if we make half of our free throws, it's a ball game because you right. know they're shooting free throws toward the end of the game to kind of extend the lead. But sure, but. The next day, I just kind of realized why I was so disappointed. Probably more disappointed in our Edinburgh game was because, you know, we're now to the point where we kind of expect to win these games. And when yeah. we didn't win, that was why, you know, I was just very disappointed because I was so wanted. You know, you kind of get every win. You're like, all right, I want another one. I want another one. Right. I want another one. And we were going for six of eight at that time. And I wanted to win six of eight with a chance to win seven to nine this Saturday. Right. And just have a lot of momentum going into the sectional and when we didn't get that that's why I was a little disappointed but at the end of the day you know again we weren't we didn't have all of our girls for that game and, and to South Dearborn's credit neither the day um, but 
that was just a game I felt like we could have won, and and that's okay. That's it's one of those learning experiences yeah. where we have a still have a fairly young team. Um, there's going to be ups and there's still going to be downs, even when right. we're playing well. Well, you've had more ups as of late, and I, I want to just kind of focus on a couple of games here. And Shaw's one of those games. I, I think that typically you think that that should be that should be a W, but. The Hilltopper team this year that Terry King has is probably he has one of the more athletic groups that have come through that Shaw program in quite some time. That's not that's no longer a, a cakewalk kind of a game. Oh, for sure. We saw them play earlier in the year against Jackson Dell, right when we were scouting Jackson Dell and I, I was surprised at how well you know, they still lost. They had a running clock in that game, but th- I thought they competed really hard mm-hmm. in that game and, and they and they you would never know what the score was by how they played in that game and and they are really young. They start three freshmen. And they're going to be even better next year because I know they got some. Uh, apparently, they got some eighth graders coming in too. So they're a team that that yeah, they're, they're not going to be a walkover anymore. Looks and, like and there's something building there. There's there, something yeah. building there. Yep. And and we and to be honest, that's always a tricky game because it's the first one out of New Year's, mm-hmm. and it's just you never know what you're going to get out of that game. And uh, and so. We won by 17, but I didn't feel like we played really. I, I didn't really feel like we played well in that game. We did not shoot well, didn't finish well. So I was still happy we won, obviously. But, but we uh, we definitely cleaned that cleaned that up and following that Tuesday at Hauser, yeah. where in my opinion was one of our best games of the year. And uh, talk talk about that because uh, Coach Chad Evans Jets uh, they put up some pretty good wins this season. They do, and or they have, and and I think that 34 points might be Hauser's season low as well. Mm-hmm. And we took a lot of pride in that. We were down. We got down 12-3 in the first quarter, and I called a timeout. And uh, I, I, like I've always told the girls, you know, in those situations, they were shooting well. I said, look, if they're going to continue to shoot this well, we're not going to win anyway. Right. But just watching a lot of their games, they don't shoot that well on a consistent basis. So I knew they were going to have a letdown. And we, after that, we we were up 21-15 at half, and mm-hmm. then we just started running away with it in the third quarter. We just, we just. Quite frankly, we just wanted it more, and we we shot the ball well. We played excellent defense. They got that transfer Poe, who's a very good shooter, yes. very good player. And mm-hmm. even Parrot, who you know, even if Poe wasn't there, Parrot would be a pretty solid player for them too. And she's a solid number two for them. And we, I think, we held Poe to fifteen, and I was completely yeah. fine with that. And you know, really, we're just trying to make those other girls beat us, and that's pretty much what happened in that game. Well, you had some you had some strong performances in that one. Uh, Ellie Ryan's done a great job for you all year in, in that particular game. Seventeen point seven rebounds. Hannah Habercos, uh, her stat line: ten points, five rebounds, five steals. And uh, Emma Weberding turned in eight points and nine rebounds. That's a pretty good collection of three players that uh, gave you a lot of good stuff right there. And, and maybe the most impressive stat from that game, or individual stat from that game that you didn't mention, is Kate Weber had nine assists. Wow. As our point guard, and just so smart, just so smart with the ball, so unselfish, almost too unselfish, trying to knock that out of her, because she could We've be. We've talked about that a lot, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, we have, and we're starting. <laughs> it's starting. To, it's starting to sink in a little. Yeah. Starting to sink in a little. But how can you? How can you complain about a girl having nine assists? Because you know, well, two things got to happen. One, they got to make a good pass. Yeah. And two, the girl's got to make it. Right. So having nine assists in that game. Well, you can complain about nine assists if she's passing not, up on a layup. Not, yeah. And there was a couple times. There, <laughs> trust me, there was a couple times in the game where I said, "Kate, just put it up." And uh, but you know she had not, that's eighteen points minimum right, right. there for us mm-hmm. because of her. But yeah, Ellie Ryan's. I mean, you can tell who's put in the most work in the off season and on her shot. It's Ellie Ryan. She's our best three point shooter, mm-hmm. and she's a big. She's the, she's our five. She's shooting like thirty seven percent, and it's not. Um, and it's 
and it's not like off of like 15 threes. I mean, right. uh, she's 14 and 38 for the year. So she's shooting the ball well. Rachel Lamping's really coming up, really shooting the ball well. And she's a girl, you, you didn't mention stats for her, but she was she was struggled shooting the ball early in the year. And her shots looked good. Like they were online, mm-hmm. they're either short or long. And it was just like, it was just, they just needed some confidence falling through. Right. And she's been shooting the ball so well in practice. And I told her it's going to come. You just need come. a couple to kind of get gonna you going. Come. It's going to come. And finally, I think it was in the Waldron game yeah. um, where where she made it was in garbage time. Right. But she made a three. And in these last three or four games, she's really shot the ball well. And, mm-hmm. and those those are important minutes, especially for girls or anybody, really. When, when you make a three in a game, no matter what the score is, it feels really good. So... So I, I, would, I wouldn't know that feeling, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't know. I, yeah. I, I talk for a living. I don't shoot. Uh, and there's, there's a reason for that. Uh, your other win this month, um, uh, just recently, that was on the 15th. You beat Indiana Death 51-25. Again, lots of contributions there. And, and I'll go over the notes I have. If you want to throw anybody else in, please do. Ryan, 11-9. and Habercos, wow. Nine points, eight rebounds, five steals, three assists. Ashley Borgman gives, give you, uh, gave you some really good time there with eight points and six rebounds in Weberding. Uh, four points. She goes over into double figures and rebounds, pulling down 12 and had five assists. Yeah, the, so we'll start with Hannah Haverkos. Maybe the most – I've said this to other coaches. I don't know if I said this on the air, but she's, I'm not even joking. She's like a lion in terms of she will truly sleep. If she could sleep 20 hours a day, she would do it. Like she sleeps on the bus. We go to the gym. She tries to sleep in the stands when we're trying to shoot. She just – she wants to sleep all the time. But when it's game time, I mean, she, I think she uses up – all of her energy for the game and she just plays so incredibly hard she is so good at jumping passes she almost you know early in the year she even till recently within the last month she's had trouble foul trouble right because she just she just can't control herself at times because she's so plays so hard Mm -hmm. but i think we finally figured out her foul troubles in terms of get mentally having her think about it but she's such a good defender, man. It's it is it is. You think you have an easy pass, and it, boom, she you know she gets in a passing lane deflection or steal, and is going the other way. She fills up all the stat lines, or in, in all those stat lines. Same Kate Weber does the same. Emma Weberding's just been solid with yeah. rebounding, just very solid rebounding. Ashley Borgman for such for a guard, she's one of our better offensive rebounders. Just very intense. Right. Um, gets um, plays very good defense. So we've just got we're fine and we're finally having girls fill roles like without them actually really knowing it I think so that's that's been another key for us as we've been playing well down the stretch here. Well, down the stretch, I mean the stretch is almost over. It you is. Have, you have two games two left. Two games. Is that? I mean that's that's hard to believe. It is hard to believe, and you know we were talking about this earlier. We got sectional draw here next Sunday. And uh, we got try tomorrow night, which that'll be a tough game, no matter where we play. Mm-hmm. We're going. We're driving an hour up to try on Tuesday night. They don't. Our kids. Strawn, Indiana. Strawn, Indiana. <laughs> wherever that is, just it's, dry, it's, it's up basically that way. straight north. It's up that way. Here. It's up that way. <laughs> Never been there before, but I've been up and around that area. Um, and they're good, no matter who we play. They got a big girl that's just very physical, lefty. We're gonna to have to deal with, but that's a game. Um, it'll be good for us for sectional. Yeah. And uh, and then obviously we have Milan the next Tuesday to finish out our 
finish out our regular season. Well, Coach, we uh, greatly appreciate you coming in tonight. It's always a pleasure to catch up with you. Good to see that this Lady Twister team is having some success, and, and I hope you keep that momentum going in the last uh, couple weeks of the season and carry that into sectional come early February. Thanks, Bryce. We are certainly looking forward to these next couple weeks, and uh, I think it would be nice for us, our girls, to have a little bit of success here at sectional. All right. Thanks a bunch, Coach. That is Eric Feller, the uh, girls' basketball head coach from Oldenburg. After this short break, uh, we'll have Coach Brian Helvey of the Batesville Girls, who will join me. You're listening to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing chocolate caramel lava bun cake. you got to try one of our personal-sized chocolate bun cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yum-o! Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for Batesville's best pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. And thanks to Oldenburg Girls Coach Eric Feller for joining me in our opening segment. You're listening to Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza, also brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Hurt and Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutswiller. A reminder, we have six basketball broadcasts coming up this week. The first is tomorrow night from Lawrenceburg as the Lady Tigers host East Central. We'll have uh, Lady Trojan Coach Kevin Moore a little bit later on in the show, along with Oldenburg Boys Coach Gary Mormon. But now we bring in the boss from Batesville, both the athletic director and third-year head coach of the Lady Bulldogs. He is Brian Helvey. Good evening, Coach, and welcome back to the show. Good evening, Bryce. Thanks for having me. It is awesome to have you back here with us. Uh, team is 5-14, and 14, but for the first time this season, we get to talk about back-to-back wins, and we're going to do that in just a minute. But first, I want to start back at the beginning of the month uh, with the Ripley County Tournament, that opening game against South Ripley. Uh, your ladies fell 34-27, and uh, that game really had several similarities, I thought, to the meeting uh, that you had with uh, the Raiders back in November. You didn't shoot the ball particularly well, and were outscored by 10th of line, but what I saw that was different uh, on the good side is you did a much much better job on the boards um, but unfortunately that was offset by a, a few more turnovers yeah you know I was I was okay with the way we played I, I really felt like we kind of let an opportunity get past us there um, obviously South Ripley had a, had a great tournament and uh, taking nothing away from them at all but right. uh, you know we had we'd gone in with some high hopes on on what we could accomplish possibly in the county tournament and you know when you lose that first one you're not uh, probably going to meet your goal right. so but overall uh, again uh, point output just was not where we we needed to be if we're going to win basketball games but uh, but overall you know 
uh, confident with some some steps we took in the right direction. Yeah, and I just thought just one more point on that game, and then we'll move on to the to the wins. I thought a key point in that game is was in the third quarter. Uh, go a long time without anybody scoring. You guys get the get a bucket to get within one, and then they get five like in the final thirty seconds. And that just really seemed to kind of turn thing in South Ripley's favor there. Defensively, we played really well in the in the third quarter against them, and then like you say, right there at the end of the quarter basket, and then they turn right around and get a get a breakaway to to end that quarter. And right. and, and you're right. At that point, uh, I think we go down by six and um and it was just kind of an uphill climb from there. Right. Well, you come back in Friday's consolation game, and uh, you're leading by five over Milan at halftime. But, man, your ladies put together a really nice second half, outscoring the Indians 42-18 to 18 to win by 29. Uh, 23 points, I think it was, in the in the third quarter, and then up to almost 20. I guess it was 19 in the, in the fourth quarter. Um, anytime you get an offensive output like that, you're going to p- feel pretty comfortable. Um, we, you know, we had some girls step up. Uh, a lot of girls scored. Uh, probably about eight or nine of our girls, you know, hit the hit the scorebook on right. the positive side, and you know that we're going to have to have that. We're gonna, you know, we've had different people step up most of the year at different times, and that was a good example of where everybody got a little bit of action. And uh, with that, you had three players that got named to the All Ripley County team: Peters, uh, who had uh, eight points in the first game, twelve in the second. Kaiser had six and ten, and Weiler had uh, seven and eight. And uh, being a team that was in the consolation round, for you to get three players on that All County team, I mean, that's that's nice. Oh, I thought it was great, uh, great recognition for our girls and you know they they've continued to play hard um you know nearly every every outing that we have i can always praise them for their effort uh that you know moving forward and and to bounce back and play in a consolation game you've seen enough of them mm-hmm. you just never know what what's gonna you know come out of a consolation game and and i thought we really did a nice job not taking anybody for granted uh coming out and playing hard um and and obviously 60 points um, you know, if you would have told us on on Friday night that the Batesville Lady Bulldogs would have had the highest point total of sixty points of of the four teams, <laughs> I, I, you know, especially coming off of one that we shot, you know, scored twenty seven, right. I thought you were crazy, but <laughs> but um, but sixty points for us is is an awesome output. Uh, you get your first conference win of the season. You get a fifty seven forty seven decision over South Dearborn. I have a few notes on this, but I don't have a feel for the game flow. Tell me a little bit about the game flow. Well, you know, uh, we got up to a nice start. We scored fifteen points, and and you know. For, for once, you know, we were in double figures with every quarter. Wow. So I, I felt really comfortable. We maintained, you know, we got off to a pretty good start. Um, you know, Emma Weiler hit a couple threes early, which mm-hmm. which helped us. And then we, we come back with 12 in the second, uh, 13 in the third, and 17 in the fourth. Um, you know, South Denver did a really nice job. They did outscore us in the fourth quarter, but uh, we were still able to score 17 points. Anytime you can do that, you're you're going to maintain. We hit some free throws down the stretch, so it was it was a good effort by our ladies. And and you know overall we had you know we had three girls scoring double figures. And and again, uh, the same know, cast of characters. It's yeah. you know it's it's what we need to do. Well, we'll tell outside of well, Weilers and Peters both finished with 13. Kaiser had 12. But maybe talk about some of the other kids that that contributed to that win. That those that we haven't really talked about yet. Well, you know we we had some some players uh, play some key roles, and and I'll you know Sophie Gazelle probably had. Um, from from every facet of the game, I thought was probably maybe her best game of the year. She finished with seven points, um, five rebounds, three assists, two steals. Nothing wrong uh, with that stat line. I, you know, took a charge. We, we haven't taken very many charges this year, <laughs> so we got to celebrate that charge whenever we get it. Had a blocked shot, number of deflections. 
those are the kind of things that Sophie brings brings to our team. And, you know, she's been put in a tough situation as many of our girls are kind of playing out of, because of some injuries, they're kind of playing out of position. Right. Sophie's one of those. Um, she's been asked to do a lot, of, a lot of things as a freshman. Yeah. And that can be challenging. It can be... Uh, uh, can be tough at times, but I thought uh, you know she's really starting to show and, and take steps in the direction that that we know she can play. I don't take any charges because it hurts. It does hurt. <laughs> Getting them to step in front of somebody is, is not an easy coaching feat. So. <laughs> no question. Well, as uh, you know, we we're talking with Coach Feller. I mean, we're getting down to the very end of this season. The draw is going to be uh, right around the corner. Uh, this week, uh, you're busy. You've got uh, Rushville on Thursday. That's a game that we have, and then again on Greensburg on Saturday. So two EIAC opponents. And some two tough matchups for you. Talk a little bit about the Lions. Talk a little bit about the Pirates. Well, I th- you know I think they're both uh, they're both pretty athletic teams, so we can kind of prepare similarly. Um, you know, Rushville's got a slew of guards that can shoot the three. Yeah. Um, you know, once you, then you know, I told the girls today, you know, once we step out and start really defending the three, they're going to back cut. They're going to, you know, they're good passers. Uh, the Marlowe girl's just an outstanding yeah. player. She just went over a thousand points. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, obviously yeah. she can put the ball in the yeah. hole. So, um, so no, we're, we're looking forward to the challenge. Um, you know, Greensburg's going to offer us, you know, we, we fortunate and picked up a win against them uh, at our place. We know this, you know, it's going to be difficult going right. into their place, right. the conference game on the line so you know we're looking forward to this weekend to be a real good measuring stick to where we're at um, but it's also kind of a preview of what could happen in the sectional. Yeah, because it's uh, two two sectional opponents for sure, and uh, we, you know the draw. Everybody's anticipating that. Just a, a quick thought on the Greensburg game. I know that they've been dealing quite a bit with uh, the COVID issue right now, and really as far as how that game is going to be played on Saturday, whether it's uh, a full JV varsity, whether it's a half half game with the JV or no JV at all. I mean, it's it's still kind of up in the air at this point, isn't it? Right now we are up in the air. The last the last word I got is I think we're going to play at least two quarters mm-hmm. of, of JV. Uh, you know, talking to Jason, Coach Simpson, that uh, he thinks that they can do that. Um, so that's that's kind of the mindset we're going in with. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we look forward to getting as many opportunities to play as we can from, you know, the JV group to the to the varsity group. So Now, this may be a, kind of an elementary question, but just something off the top of my head that I thought about. Does When, when you only play two quarters of JV, um, do the players uh, – the players are are the restrictions still in place as far as the number of quarters that they can play in a day, so that doesn't change regardless. Correct. Of, okay. Everything would stay the same. The, you know the, what what happens is when you're only going to play those two quarters, which the IHSA has allowed this to happen, which is great. Um, I think under the circumstances, it gives everybody yeah. some opportunity instead of just saying no, we're not playing. You know, right. We're looking out for the student athlete here a little bit and giving them opportunity. They're working hard during the course of the week. Let's give them opportunity where we can. But no, the the quarter restrictions all remain the same. Yep. Good. So as you close out with your final three games of the season, obviously this team doesn't need to deal with any more injuries, so we wish you good health in that regard. But what's the what's the one thing that you need to focus on right now that you want to see your girls you know, really close strong with here in the final three games of the, of the year? I think we need to continue to emphasize we need to control what we can control. Right. You know, it, it, take good shots. Shots right. go, they go. But, you know, we got to continue to take good shots. we got to continue to limit our turnovers. Do the things that, that we can do. And, and then kind of let the game play out from there. And, and I think the, the the ladies have done a really nice job, you know, kind of grasping that concept. And as we've moved over through the last two or three games especially, um, you know, we're, we're, we're rebounding the ball better. That's, yep. you know, that's something we can control if we get position. Now, the ball may not always bounce our way, right. but if we get position, we've got an opportunity to get the rebound. We make better decisions with the ball in our hands, then that's going to lead to less turnovers. Right. You know, if we get good looks at the basket and we take the appropriate shots, 
Those are the things we control. We can't necessarily control where they go in or not, mm-hmm. but uh, control the things we can control and continue to play with a lot of added, good attitudes and, and with a lot of effort and, again, two things we can control. Before we, uh, before we let you go, and we haven't really had a chance to talk maybe about some of your younger kids, some of the kids that, uh, that are going to be – that are getting a lot of time right now in the JV that are going to be uh, more of a varsity component uh, come next year. Who are some of those – players uh, on uh, at the lower level that'll be moving up for you think i, th- I think yeah you know you look at our jv now our jv squad this year you know we started out really well we you know got to 10 wins pretty quick and you know i don't want to say we've struggled but the wins have become a little harder to come by right but part of that is because we're um, at the varsity level we're starting to you know take some of those younger ladies give them a little bit more varsity time right or they're getting more practice time in the varsity so claire saner lydia Haskamp. Um, Annie Negavetic are, are three that come to mm-hmm. mind. Cora Deputy, who's who's a junior, I, I just I continue to see her improve and improve and improve, and expect her to to have an impact, uh, you know, as we as we come next year. So, you know, there's, you know, it's just one of those things where, especially with some of the younger ladies, you see so much improvement mm-hmm. from from the first day. You know, we can do everything we can over the summer, but once that season starts, once they get comfortable playing at six o'clock and at, at seven thirty. You see so much improvement, and and so there's a lot of girls competing for spots, and I expect that to to continue through you know the end of this year and into the summer. Yeah, there's a little bit of a different mindset uh, when you're tipping off at six, and then all of a sudden you're tipping off at seven thirty, isn't there? There is, and, and you know that's you know for for many of them, you know some of their you know this is a longer season for some of these younger ladies too. So yeah. so they kind of some of them have kind of hit that wall a little bit where yeah. hey you know our season you know as an eighth grader that was com- compacted into a month and a half or right. whatever it might be. Now we're, you know, we got started in, you know, first of November and, you know, we're playing through February. All right. Well, Coach, we greatly appreciate you coming on the show tonight. We'll see you again uh, later this week against the Lions and the Pirates. Uh, good luck this week and good luck to the Lady Bulldogs. All right. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. Brian Helvey, head coach and athletic director out of Batesville High School. After another brief timeout, Oldenburg Boys coach uh, Gary Mormon will be joining me. You're listening to Coach's Corner delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on Country 103.9 WRBI. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. you got to try one of our personal-sized chocolate bun cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yum-o! Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for beats for the best pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. We have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. Discover the freedom of auto pay from Great Plains Communications. No more paper bills. No more postage. No more check writing. No need to drop off a payment. And no more late fees. And now, when you sign up for auto pay, you will also receive a one-time $10 bill credit. Log on to gpcom.com slash my dash account and enroll today. Or call 866-382-4968. Some restrictions may apply. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. 
Thank you, John Hiles. Sending in once again for the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. I'm Bryce Kendrick, and welcome back to Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza on WRBI. Our show is also brought to you in part by Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, along with Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. Thanks to uh, Batesville girls coach and AD Brian Helvey for coming on the show in our last segment. We had uh, Oldenburg girls coach Eric Feller on earlier and since we are an equal opportunity offender let's see if we can't have some fun now with our good friend the 14th year head coach of the Oldenburg boys he is Gary Mormon coach good to have you here once again this evening how you doing pleasure to be here with you doing just just fine no complaints you got the jacket on because it's cold outside yeah, absolutely yes it is uh, let's talk a little bit of Oldenburg basketball and uh, I want to take a look maybe at your last three games all of them have been played here at home first of all the team is three and seven this season and you know we've had a chance to talk about the makeup of this team as of late and this team continues to fight through injuries and personnel changes which has certainly been uh, difficult for you guys to put W's on the board this year. Well that's true but I think everybody's kind of had to fight that. There's always going to be some injuries and uh, uh, it seems like certainly our kind of Hyper vigilance with uh, when somebody's ill. People are. Off. Did you just say hyper vigilance? Yeah, oh, yeah. It starts with an H, and I can't spell the rest of it. That's I, I, our, one of our English teachers gave me a couple <laughs> cards. Said, "Make sure you work these in. Make us sound good." Word of the day. Word of the day. So, anyway, we you know you you have guys out sick, and we've uh, we've had some interesting weeks for sure, as uh, various different lineups have had to be constructed. So, but uh, everybody's had that problem. Yeah. Well, as you continue to try to figure out and put the pieces and parts together with what you have, uh, looking again at your your last three games, all of them were at home. Uh, right before the first of the year on December the twenty eighth, uh, matchup with Waldron, forty seven to thirty eight. I had a chance to see the Mohawks once earlier this year, and I know that up there they're they're kind of excited about that team. Bo Scott has. Yeah, they have a couple really good players. A uh, little guard who's gosh he may be five seven or five maybe mm-hmm. really really right. good player and he had an incredible first half against us at oa had 19 points and uh changed up our defense at uh, in the second half and put frank mormon on him and he he held him to five in the second half mm-hmm. and uh quite the we turnaround were, yeah big turnaround and uh, i thought we played him very tough except for our achilles heel we just have a hard time scoring so yeah. uh you have to hold the opposition to a very low number when yeah. you're uh when you're kind of challenged in that department. Well, your teams have always have always defended well, and uh, but you were giving me some of the numbers there before uh, before we went on there, and it's just it's been one of those seasons where it's been hard to put the ball in the hole. That's true. You know, uh, in past years when we had maybe more natural ball handlers, uh, we could be a little misleading with the number of points we gave up because we were an extremely deliberate team. Right. We, um, now we did hold teams to. Uh, a really low, uh, reasonably low points per possession, mm-hmm. and that's really the better way to measure how good you are defensively. Right. Is how many points do you give up per possession? Because clearly, if you're a run and gun team, you get up and down the floor. You're going to give up more points. Sure. If you're very, very deliberate, you give up fewer. So, kind of the measuring stone is about one point per possession. Right. That's kind of like yeah. the cutoff, right? Right. So this year, we are giving up only point eight three points per possession. So we're very good on yeah. the defensive end. The problem is we're only scoring. Point seven four right our, uh, ourselves so um, and early in the year one of the big issues was we were turning the ball over yeah which uh, is uncharacteristic of your team because your team has always done a great job of hanging on to the ball but the big problem was we had to take guys who thought they were going to be forwards and make them they're guards. out of position they're out of position yeah. but they've done a terrific job over the uh, last half of what we've played so far mm-hmm. uh, but what we haven't been able to correct quite 
yet is that we're only shooting 32% from the field, right. 22% beyond the arc. And so the math gets kind of kind of cloudy there as to how are you going to how are you going to win a game when uh, when you're shooting the ball so poorly? But it's never uh, for a lack of effort for our guys. I mean, they play really, really hard. And, you know, we rebound the ball well. We're a, one of the better, if not the best, rebounding team we've had in about mm-hmm. the last 10 years. We're averaging 33, 33 rebounds a game. So we've rebounded extremely well. And our hope is that, uh, you know, second half of the year we're going to Shoot the ball well. Is that transla- is, uh, is that total? Is that translating to the offensive end? I mean, because when you, when you're not putting up a lot of shots, you hope to get second chances. Are you getting the second chances? We, we did, and against Waldron in that game, yeah. uh, we got lots of second chances. Almost doubled them up on the glass. Wow! But, but the uh, the difference was uh, just such a stark difference uh, in the shooting percentage. Yeah. They just shot the ball so much better than us. So uh, you know, we just hope that that can turn around at some point and. Uh, it's not for a lack of effort on yeah. our guys' part. Well, unlike unlike the girls, I mean, they're almost at the finish regular season wise. Right. You guys are right in the middle of it. I mean, you play Correct. ten games this season. Have have uh, roughly ten to go. Um, you did get a W on January the seventh over Shaw Dan Hambrick's team. Uh, they've been hovering around the five hundred mark all season. Fifty four forty nine. So you had points on the board. You defended. What did you like about that game? Well, it was seventeen to seventeen at halftime. Wow, so it was second half. Huge second half. Yeah, huge second half. Uh, defended extremely well, and the difference was just very simple. Our shots went in. Yeah, um, such an easy game. It's though. an easy game <laughs> when they go in. It's an easy game. So that was really the the difference there. I mean, I don't know that we defended any better against Shaw than we have against other teams, mm-hmm. and I don't know that we got better shots. Um, we just, uh, you know, it, it's a funny thing uh, when one or two go in, right? Then all of a sudden, it just becomes much easier. It's a bit contagious. And it both, is. It both really ways. Is. Both ways. You know that. Yeah. It really yeah. is. And that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, that uh, it, the train started rolling in the right direction for us that night. And uh, so we were happy about that. Very good. Um, and then uh, January 11th, you take on a South Ripley team. Tyler Teasing's got a really, really athletic group. Of course, they were a sectional championship team from a year ago. And while they don't have the uh, gaudy one-loss numbers that they had a year ago, that is still that's a, that's a very good ball team. Oh, they're really good, athletic. And uh, again, I thought it was a game that we defended them very well, and uh, uh, we shot 18 percent from the field. So if uh-huh. we we out rebounded them, we had fewer turnover. Every other measure went our way except for that uh we know that the number one indicator of who's going to win a basketball game is effective field goal percentage mm-hmm. uh so uh we were just so out distance there there you're was taking no, a deep dive on me here in the metrics yeah, you were well, pressing the right. heck out of me yeah, yeah, it, it's all about the <laughs> analytics now right all it about is. the analytics you, you, you gotta is. be on top of it right? we'll talk about that uh, well you know we can talk about analytics and and hardball with the baltimore ravens and how he lost two games by going for two-point conversions that's that, right that, that basically knocked him out of the playoffs but <laughs> right you can't all go by metrics and that's stuff, right uh, but it's a lot of feel and and really i mean it's great to have that type of information together because you you get hard numbers on numbers that really didn't look at you know from you know even five years ago and then you have that with the feel of just being on the bench and knowing your team and and just knowing the game well that's true uh but it, it's so easy it's not like we're crunching all these numbers we right. oh, yeah. everybody yes. everybody has, somebody to do it that's everybody right. has huddle now right. and all you have to do is download your game and then the next morning every stat you can imagine uh, is at your fingertips. Yeah. So it's whatever you choose to uh, look at and read uh, is what you look over. Okay, just for fun, what's the biggest minutiae stat that Huddle throws back at you? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, one of the this is really one of, I think, 
the key things is they can break down the game of the plus minus rating okay so okay. that's the rating of a player just while you're in the game right. so if, uh, if and you, for the record i've never finished on the plus side but that's okay you know. <laughs> but they also can break it down for each group yep. so the these five guys here's what the score was when those five were together mm-hmm. so that is really breaking it down yeah and that's extremely helpful now the problem is uh, obviously, there's going to be lots of games where you you have a group just in for you know a minute, two minutes at a time. So it's not like uh, really when you look at those things. There's probably only about five different groups right. that play any appreciable minutes. You know, and that's and a, really kind of fascinating. It though, really is. I mean, you can really tell. Okay, you know, this group seems to be gelling. Right. Yeah. So so it gives you you know uh, gives you a little bit of. Uh, uh, numbers, uh, as opposed to just a feel like I think this is our best five, and then, and then uh, right. and most of the time it bears out. The five you think are the best five together usually are, mm-hmm. but there are times where it's kind of curious that like, wow, for some reason we're better when this grouping is out there. So you know, yeah. it's it's something to certainly take into consideration. Any chance that uh, you'll get the uh, Cambridge City Lincoln game back on the schedule? Well, there aren't a whole lot of options um, because now th- this, I think, what could be an option is us to go play two quarters JV and varsity during a weekday night because it is right. a bit of a drive yeah. for a weekday night. Um, there is Saturday, the second Saturday in February would be a possibility, okay. but uh, you know we'll have to see. They, if you've looked at their schedule, they have. They have not played since February 18th. Oh, my. Oh, I'm sorry. Jeff. That's longer than that. Yeah. Uh, uh, December 18th. Uh-huh. February 18th. That would be last year, Bryce. That's, <laughs> that's like, we're not their opening game. Come on, that was a trick question. You got to get up on the analytics. I, yeah, blue, blue, blue right yeah. past me. I'm, I'm still December 18th, I'm still going sorry. I'm still going over the 50-cent word you threw at me earlier. I'm still <laughs> yeah, trying to right. figure that one out. Um, well, your next game is going to be Saturday afternoon. It's a home game against Greenwood Christian. Um, Cougars right now are 6-8. and eight. Jackson Williams, first-year head coach. What do you know about them? Well, they're really good. They play, you know, a tough schedule because one thing I know from all my years up in Indianapolis, folks in Indianapolis really like basketball. They really care about it. Mm -hmm. And when you bang heads with anybody inside of the – uh, the circle, inside yep. of 465, they're going to be pretty good. The bad teams are good, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, the bad ones are good. So they're they're. Uh, I've seen them play. I watched a um, film of their game against Speedway, and they could really shoot it. And they they drilled Speedway, who can hang with teams, uh, and uh, so they're very very talented. Can uh, can shoot it. A very offensive minded team. Right. Uh, Half court pressure, man to man. Um, but you know, so they'll be quite a challenge for sure. Um, speaking of talent, what's what's the best team you, you've personally seen this year? Oh gosh, let's see. Well, I've seen teams on film too. Um, uh, well, East Central treated us uh, to, <laughs> to quite an afternoon. They yeah. were really good against us. Gosh, that's that's a tough one to that's a tough one to uh, call. Um, obviously, you. you watch on film a lot of teams that you aren't necessarily right. going to play connersville's really good defensively yes. i've seen them um uh, greensburg is kind of goes out with same when you're talking about carrie brown right oh my goodness absolutely so you know uh connersville's really good that 
whole sectional is so interesting because mm. it's the it's the conference tournament right. minus East Central. Correct. And uh, so that's, you know, when you talk about uh, all those teams knowing each other so well. Yeah. Now, where is it hosted? This year? Is that, uh, I think it's at Greensburg. Okay, so it alternates Greensburg and Connors yeah. now? Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a really interesting sectional, I think. Yeah, no question. Well, uh, the games you got up besides Greenwood Christian certainly doesn't get any easier for you. Uh, Mark Foster's kids at Franklin County, oh, they're having a great year, yeah. an absolute great year, and they did get uh, EC by seven at their place right. on Saturday. That was that was an impressive win for them. Yeah, I'm really thrilled to hear that. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, right. Because, yeah. right. Yeah, we can replow that field if you like. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that just, that was some great news. I was glad to see that <laughs> since we got it coming up. But yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, uh, and then uh, Jacksonville after that, so it's no rest for the wicked, right? No question. Um, and I, I just, uh, I've seen Jacksonville a couple times this year, and and as good as Clint Bowman's team. Uh, to see Jennings County play in person for the first right. time here, uh, that's that's an impressive group. Yeah, Jennings County's really good. Yes, yeah, they are. Too. Which goes back to my point about those Indianapolis area teams. You saw what happened to them when they yeah. went up to play Center Grove. They went. Yeah, no, <laughs> as they good as they win. are. As good as they are, you bang heads with them Indy teams, and yeah. they they can uh, they can remind you right. of so, a few things. So, coaches, as we as you you're into your second half of the season right now, and I know. Obviously, you want to shoot the basketball better, um, but what's what's the one or two things that you want your kids to focus on that could help you generate more success? Well, it is just it's, that simple. It is, it is it's that just simple. that simple. We the, really the rest of the game. Uh, you know, I'd hate to think that we would harken back to earlier in the year and we'd have struggles handling the ball and turn because that was really a big. It's been a focus uh, for us uh, all year and certainly from the beginning of the years to take care of the basketball better and we have knock on wood done a much much better job of right that. um so you know it's not it's uh, what you emphasize i guess and that has been our biggest uh um emphasis point of emphasis uh in practice is take care of the ball better so uh we kind of followed John Wooden and Morgan Wooten. Morgan Wooten, the great coach of DeMatha High School out of Baltimore. Both uh, Wooden and uh, Wooten both said when I asked if, looking back on their incredible careers, if there was anything that they would do differently, mm-hmm. what would it be? And both of them immediately answered the same thing. We would shoot twice as much in practice. Wow. We would spend twice as much time as we did shooting in practice. And I've listened to that uh, and that is the biggest bulk of shooting drill after shooting drill after shooting drill. Right. Now, maybe that was some poor advice. It has not, it's not working for us. <laughs> no, it, well, our, our hope is that we've only played 10 games. So right. hopefully we're looking at it as, uh, you know, our sample size is just not great enough. Yet. Right. There you and, go. And that uh, it will all turn around. That's a good way to look at it, Coach. Really appreciate you coming in and joining us tonight. Wish you all the best uh, this week and throughout the rest of your season. Well, thanks so much. It's enjoyable. And, of course, we want to say hi to – Ron and Sally, always, Absolutely. always want to say hi to them, and uh, we appreciate you having us on. Thank you, Coach. That was Gary Mormon, boys basketball head coach from Oldenburg. After this short break, Coach Kevin Moore, the East Central girls, will join me. You're listening to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bunk Cake. Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing chocolate caramel lava bun cake. You gotta try one of our personal sized chocolate bun cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yummo! Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for Batesville's best pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812 933 0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. 
Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. Is a baby in your future? At Margaret Mary Health, they know having a baby can be one of the most exciting, yet also nervous, times of your life. That's why they offer a range of free virtual prenatal classes, including natural childbirth and breastfeeding support. There's nothing more special than bringing a new life into this world. Let Margaret Mary Health help make it as perfect as possible. To learn more, visit them online at mmhealth.org. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRVI. Thanks to Oldenburg Boys Coach Gary Mormon for joining me in our last segment. You're listening to Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza, also brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, Hurton Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gutswiller. WRBI has six basketball broadcasts this week. You can see them all listed online at WRBIRadio.com. And our first of six this week is of particular interest to our next guest. We have the East Central Girls at Lawrenceburg Tuesday night from Tigertown. Airtime will be around 7:10 with the pregame show. We're going to get we're going to talk about that matchup a little bit later on but now welcoming in from east central he is the girls head coach kevin moore good evening coach and welcome to the show for the first time this season yeah. great to have you yeah no, no, thanks bryce appreciate the offer fantastic uh, having you here tonight this team right now is uh 15 and 4 overall currently ranked 13th in the 4a coaches poll uh you are the only unbeaten team left in the eiac at four and oh you've won four straight seven of the last eight that's not too shabby they would say that's trending in the right direction. Yes. Yeah. So, no, yes. we are. We're playing really well. Um, you know, when you put a schedule together like we do and you, you play the, the type of teams that we're trying to play out of conference, right. it's, it's hard to um, meet the expectations of some people that we've kind of set forth uh, for ourselves over the last you know, seven or eight years. Right. But, you know, you lose four games, but three of those losses are literally the number one teams. Yeah. Uh, Crown Point was one. Bedford was number one. And uh, Mountain Notre Dame was number one in Ohio, uh-huh. and the other loss was to East. So, uh, we love we love the competition. We we love um, you know stepping outside of our conference and going and playing the Dixie Heights of Kentucky right. and Mountain Notre Dame of Ohio. It's it's awesome. Well, talk about the Mountain Notre Dame game because that's the one that I have the least amount of information on. It it seemed like um, maybe a tough shooting game, really for both teams. Yeah. And uh, but uh, that that was a good matchup for you venturing over to their place. And yeah, so they they have. I, I don't know what the number is at this point. I think it's close to 90 games in a row they've won. Wow! So uh, they have a you know Indiana, or excuse me, Ohio Miss basketball last year as a junior, which is a rarity. Uh-huh. Um, she's going to Notre Dame, really nice player. Wow! But we um, one Notre Dame to the other. Yes, yes. So we <laughs> we, we kind of um, put a defensive game plan together to limit her. We we held her to 11, which is a career low. Uh huh. Um, but we lost that game in the first half. We we missed eight shots from within three feet, uh. which isn't like us. Um, right. That that to me that's where we really lost the game. We lost a couple shooters in the third quarter, and we just never could chip away enough. And then the score actually got a little bit more out of hand than the game was because we fouled at the end, and uh-huh. uh, the, the 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 spread really wasn't as 
it was a closer game than what the spread showed at the end of the score. But. Right. Well, since then, you've won four straight. Uh, the first was a very important road victory, EIC, EIAC road vic, uh, win at Rushville, 52-42. Uh, Coach Melissa Marlowe's girls are always good, and you guys were up for the challenge, especially in that third quarter when you established a little bit of breathing room. We did. We, we made some adjustments. They hit six threes in the first half. Mm. Um, and Hello. Yeah, it made us do some adjusting in terms of what we were, what we were doing defensively. Uh, I think we held them to five or six points in that third quarter, which was – you know, we obviously want to score, but when right. you when you're able to, to defend the three line the way we did, uh, we actually I think we were up twenty twenty something, and um, we let the lead slip away once you know we let some some of the the bench kids get in and yeah. they they uh, weren't ready to, to finish the job if you right. could say, but uh, you know that was a good win on the road, especially a team um, that you're always going to get their best punch. You mentioned uh, the Mount Notre Dame game, and you, you missed several several sh- several shots uh, yeah. up close. Uh, it looked like the inside shooting game against Rushville was pretty good. It is, it, and that's kind of what we're doing. I mean, we average 11 turnovers a game, which is phenomenal for us, mm-hmm. and we actually lead the state in two-point field goal percentage. So wow. when we get quality looks, we typically we finish this. That was what was such a... Uh, uh, a frustrating thing looking back on the Mount Notre Dame because right. we had we had the yeah. basketball where we wanted to be. The we chances the, were there, and we had the kids taking the shots that typically finish. It was just one of those nights. So. Some some days the ball just doesn't That's go right. in all. Uh, January twelfth, you hosted the Colonels from Dixie Heights, Kentucky, and won that one sixty to fifty. Another good uh, shooting game for you, fifty four percent. But probably in a ten point game for you guys to step up and hit twelve out of fourteen from the free throw line. That certainly had to play a big role in the final. Yeah, we, we, we haven't gotten to the line as much as we have in the past. Which surprises me because of how how yeah. much you play inside. Yeah, well, yes. Um, we were averaging, I think, 12 free throw attempts a game. and That, that would be the lowest of my career. Uh-huh. But Well, that's coach. That's bad coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we score a lot in transition, too. So, um, you know, we're finishing at the rim, maybe ahead of the defense. Sense. So there, there's some, yeah, some reasons it. for that. But, uh, yeah, we, we, we had some kids in the last – three or four weeks that have really stepped up and hit free throws down the stretch. Um, Julia Tiemann being the, at the forefront of that, her and Josie Trable and, and Hope Fox. Well, after the uh, Colonels game, uh, the day after on Thursday night, big game up at Richmond, not just because you came away with the 62-38 to 38 victory, but there's uh, some young lady named Josie Trable that made program history for you. Yeah, she, she certainly deserves it. Um, since third grade, you know, that kid has been a gym rat for us, yeah. so... Um, anybody knows she us. started in third grade? Not, not probably third, <laughs> but probably sixth. Um, but you know, anybody that knows our program knows that we welcome all of our youth kids in as as often as they want to be there. And, right. and uh, she certainly took that opportunity. And her family has uh, certainly put basketball at the forefront for her. And yeah. you know, it's a year year round commitment for her and her family. And for her to be the all time leading scorer as a junior, it's not a surprise to me um, because of of the skill level that she had coming in as a freshman, um, and then only to you know, be at the top of everybody's scattering report and to still just be consistent. And, and that that was the word I used the other day when I was describing her. That she's never going to wow you with a bunch of 30-point games. Right. But rarely is she under, you know, 14, 15 points. She's always been very consistent right around that 16 yeah. to 22-point range. Well, to, I mean, to your point on that, um, let's see, in, in this four-game winning streak, she had 19, 20, 18, and I'm missing one of them in there, but uh, yeah. just just she's a, consistent. She's, consistent. Very, she's extremely consistent. So, and you know, she she moves back a player. I mean, you think about some of the great players that you've had in your program, and mm-hmm. and um, Allie was certainly one of them. 1,185 points for a four-year career, and Josie's sitting here still yeah. with you know uh, two weeks left in the regular season and post, yep. and all of next year. And, and we've you know, 2,000 is a lot of points, but 
if you make a deep February run, she's got a shot. You've got a shot at it. She's got a shot. Well, fantastic. Well, you know, in, in addition to Josie, um, a player that is uh, climbing up in numerous categories for you is Hope Fox. Mm-hmm. She, yeah. She's she's solid. Uh, very much so at both ends. Um, you know, she's probably going to be the all-time leader three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. She, I believe, is fourth or fifth in points. Has an outside chance of a thousand. Um, is going to be probably top one or two in deflection steals. She just fills the stats. She like Saturday uh, Northeastern game. Right. She played maybe 16, 17 minutes based on the, the score. Right. She had seven steals, seven assists, five rebounds, seventeen points, and. That's minimal minutes. So I'm impressed you rattled that all off the top of your head because I got to look at my notes in order to do that here. I do have it here in front of me though. So yeah, I think I was right. You got it right. Yes. Yeah. No, she she's another kid that's has been a gym rat and uh, puts a lot of time into it, and, and she's going to have a really good college career. Well, there's there's uh, a lot of good pieces and parts of this team. Uh, we've talked about Trey, and we've talked about uh, Fox. Laney Laney Baker is certainly doing a, a wonderful job for you as well. Yeah, yeah, I love that kid. She plays so hard. Um, She's got a different gear than a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Now, she's got a really, really quick first step. She gets to the rim just about at ease. Uh, she's starting to finish a lot better. The jump shot's coming along, and, and uh, in the last two or three weeks, she's shooting almost 80% from the free throw line. So um, it's, it's, uh, we've had instances where teams will try to face guard Josie mm-hmm. and, and hope, and you know you, you look at Laney, and, and that just gives her more driving lines because there's not the help side there. So. Um, it, I think we're a difficult matchup for some teams, mm-hmm. um, and, and a lot of that reason is because of because of Laney. Yeah, um, a couple other players just to, just to throw out there: Julia Teeman, who you mentioned earlier, and and uh, she was key in that uh, uh, that game against Dixie Heights uh, from the free throw line. And and um, who else am I thinking of? Caitlin Dick has had a couple of really big games she's for been, him too. She's been really good lately. Um, yeah, she can flat shoot it. <laughs> you know, we're not asking her to 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 dribble it much and to go right. in an attack mode, but. Her job is to come in and be ready to catch and shoot that thing. And, and uh, when she's shooting it at around 40%, that's we'll let them fly is what we tell her. Just be ready to catch and shoot. And we're going to see a lot of zone down the stretch here. So I think she's going to find herself on the floor a lot. When, uh, you know, you've only suffered a couple of losses this season. When this team has not picked up the W, I mean, outside the one that we talked about where you just didn't shoot the ball well, is it always a case of uh, just not putting the ball in the basket? Or has it been, um, you know... A few other things here and there. That yeah, I mean, you can always circle back to maybe one thing that's different here and there. Like in the Bedford game, for an example, um, we held Spreen and, and Norman, their two All-State players, to 14 and 15 points, which is well below their average. Yeah. Um, and we talked about that going in, that Fox and Trable and those two would probably cancel each other. Uh-huh. And who was going to step up? And unfortunately for us, they had a role player step up and hit two threes in the fourth quarter, whereas we, st- we had the opportunities and we didn't make them. Right. So it's just one of those, you know, um, they had somebody step up and hit shots, and we didn't. You lose that game. Um, it was a one or two possession game. The Crown Point game was the same day that night. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't have much left in the tank. Yeah. We, we know we emptied it against the Bedford. Right. Had we had another day or two to prepare, not knowing Crown Point, because that's the first time we'd ever played them, I think mm-hmm. we would have done things a little differently. Um, and then the East game, we're up 21-12 to 12 with 40 seconds to go in the first quarter, and we have two straight live ball turnovers at equal layups. So yeah. that probably prevented them from having to come play us man and, and get them out of that matchup zone. So it's just little things here and there. Yeah. Unfortunately, I saw that one. Yeah. yeah. Remember that one. I, I think we'll hopefully we'll see them again very soon. Yes, and uh, well, the draw's coming right around the corner. Uh, but uh, you have something uh, bigger in front of you right now. As you know, we always say as coaches, take one game at a time. And you've got a very important one in the conference coming up against Lawrenceburg. It's at their place. We have it. Uh, no, on, it's home. It's home. Oh, it's at home. Yeah, Sorry. It's uh, home. Um, we have... Um, 
Tigers are 13 and 7, 3 and 1 in the EIAC. Uh, saw them play uh, for the first time earlier this year. Saw them a lot last year, but uh, Cross and Reader, two yep. very nice players for Coach White. Yeah, they, they present some length issues. Um, th- there's some things that, that we've talked about today um, in practice in terms of what we're going to do defensively against them. We, we know, um, you know, kind of the track record of us being atop the conference. We're always going to get everybody's best shot. And right. if you don't come out and match that intensity, you're going to have a game on your hands. And, mm-hmm. and we did that earlier in the year at Greensburg. You know, we're down eight or nine points at halftime against Greensburg. And I think it was one of those wake-up moments for our kids like, you know, we just can't go out there and just think we're going to, you know, somebody's going to lay down for us. And Lawrenceburg's right. certainly not going to do that. Well, you have uh, you got the Tigers tomorrow night. You have uh, Franklin County, Connersville still on the schedule as of yet. You got you beat Franklin County big earlier this season. You close with Connersville. Uh, another one of those non-conference games that you like to have on your schedule to help prepare you for sectionals. Mount Vernon and yeah. uh, Coach Julie Shelton's group always a good group. Yeah, it it, uh, it kind of worked out well. So we were supposed to play them in um, late November, but their football team was in the state championships. So we had yep. to move that game. Well, they play a matchup zone, which, uh, as I said earlier, Columbus East does that as well. So, you know, for us to win a sectional, I think that you're, you're, there's other teams that are obviously really good in our sectional, but um, that's the team that beat us. And the reason they beat us was because of the matchup zone. So I love the fact that we're playing them this Saturday. They do a nice job in that. And as you said, Coach Shelton's an awesome coach. So as you close out here in the final couple weeks of the season, obviously priority one is to stay healthy. But uh, what's the big thing that you want your girls to focus on the last couple of weeks as you gear up for a sectional? Just don't be complacent. You know, we, mm-hmm. we want to be consistent with our effort every day. You know, Monday practices have not historically been really good for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, today was outstanding. And, you know, we, we talked about that on Saturday, you know, before, before they left um, after our game. Let, let's, let's finish out strong. We've, we've obviously, we want to win our conference, and, and uh, we, we can do that along the way to, to getting that third straight sectional with consistent effort, playing together. Uh, and, and I told somebody this the other day. The hardest thing, or it is becoming the hardest thing the longer I do this, is to get kids to buy into roles. Mm-hmm. Um, and after our top six, seven through 13, it's, there's not a lot of separation. So it's been one of those years where some kids were getting shots earlier and now it's some different kids. So we want kids just to buy in um, mm-hmm. and, and play to that together motto that we talk about. And, and I think we're, we're starting to do that. All right. Well, Coach, greatly appreciate you coming in tonight. Great to catch up with you. Looking forward to seeing you guys again tomorrow night. Game at your place. I actually have my notes as the other, so I'm glad we got <laughs> yeah, that clear. Yeah. I hate to show up at the wrong gym. Boy, <laughs> boy that would blow. Uh, but uh, we wish you all the best the last couple of weeks of the season and uh, on your run for another sectional championship. All Thanks, the best man. to you. Thank you. Who day? Who day? That's right. Kevin Moore, head coach of the East Central Lady Trojans, and uh, we thank him. And I'll be back for our final segment to close out the show right after this. You're listening to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza on 103.9 WRBI. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. Ison's Family Pizza has a new amazing Chocolate Caramel Lava Bun Cake. You gotta try one of our personal sized chocolate bun cakes with warm caramel center topped with chopped pecans. Yummo! Stop in at Ison's Family Pizza downtown on George Street for Batesville's Best Pizza and for our awesome desserts. 812-933-0333 or IsonsFamilyPizza.com. Your local Lennox dealer, Curtin Elko, is turning 50 this year. That's a long time spent respectfully satisfying the electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling needs of our customers through unparalleled service and competitive prices. Hi, this is Scott Lamping. Come check out our newly redesigned showroom. 
We have a nice supply of fixtures for you to see and touch, plus a large inventory of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling supplies and parts. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, and so much more. You are tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI. Before I close the show tonight, I'd like to thank Cecil Eisen and the staff here at Eisen's Family Pizza for being such great hosts. Our other wonderful sponsors, including Garing's, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Hurt and Elko, Margaret Mary Health, and Bruns Gunswiller. Big thanks to John Heil for engineering the show at the studio and to my four coaches who took time out of their very busy schedules to join me, Oldenburg's Eric Feller and Gary Mormon, Batesville's Brian Helvey, and East Central's Kevin Moore. Our first of six basketball games this week is tomorrow night around 7:10, when the East Central Lady Trojans host the Lawrenceburg Lady Tigers. I'll be there along with Bob Bresser. Wednesday night, it's the East Central Boys at South Dearborn. Thursday, the Batesville Girls at home against Rushville. Friday night, Batesville Boys at Franklin County. Saturday, S is pending. Uh, we'll get that figured out uh, later on this week. The Lady Bulldogs at Greensburg. Saturday night, we wrap things up with the Bulldog Boys back in the dog pound against Connersville. That will do it for me, Bryce Kendrick, sitting in for the Hall of Famer and coach Ron Raver and his Hall of Fame wife Sally. I'll be back in at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning with a fresh look at local sports and in studio at 12 o'clock to take you through your afternoon. Until then, enjoy your evening. Thanks so much for listening to Coach's Corner on Country 103.9 WRBI. Join us again next time for another edition of Coach's Corner delivered by Mason's Family Pizza and check out our Coach's Corner podcast archive.